You're listening to the Brighter Web Podcast, insights on growing a small business using the latest technology and marketing best practices. I am your co-host, Robert Carnes. And I am your co-host, Mickey Mellon. Whoa. So good to be here, Robert. Cool how that worked out. Yeah. Two co-hosts. So, um, what are we talking about on the, the episode today, Mickey? Yeah, well, we don't want to bury the headlines, so that's what we're going to talk about. So, Good one. Yeah, for emails, websites, we spend a lot of time on design and on the main body content, which is all certainly very important, but you kind of often will mail in that headline at the last minute, just kind of throw something up there as a headline, and I think that's kind of the opposite of what we should be doing. It really should be the first thing we approach is, is that headline. So, I think headlines, like I said, are underrated. So, what are some examples of, of where you see that happening? Well, yeah, we... We mentioned on a recent, another recent episode of this podcast that you know people shouldn't judge books by their cover, but we do. We very <laughs> yeah. much do. Like, and the headline is the cover for your content, so to speak. Right? It's the first thing that people see, and it's often the the thing that they use to judge: Should I keep reading this article? Should I listen to this podcast episode? And you know, maybe we shouldn't be that judgmental. Maybe we shouldn't rush to judgment that quickly. We shouldn't just read the the headlines of the news and and make judgments based on that, but we do. There is yep. so much content out there. There are so many different things that we can consume. And so, you know, our, our brains are wired that way to just look at the, you know, the surface level and say, make it an instant decision on, is this relevant to me? Do I need to keep going on this or move on? And so you want to realize that as a marketer or as a business leader, like, okay, this is the first touch point that somebody's going to have with this piece of content or with my business. Like, it's impossible to make a second first impression and so your headline is often your opportunity to make a good first impression and to keep people reading and, and to keep people going. Yeah, I would say, you talk about judging books by their cover, I think headlines more important than a book cover even just because, sure. again, books I'll get referred to me by someone and I don't really care what the cover looks like as much but if I'm seeing a bunch of headlines, like you said, it's the one that's clear and compelling and it's clear and compelling often butt heads with each other too. You want to be compelling and cute and unique but also very clear on what it is. So. But let's, let's back up a little bit more, I think. So what do you mean by headlines? Where might I see these headlines? What situations? Right. So, I mean, we often think about news headlines, the actual, you know, the big text that we see on the top of the newspaper or whatever. But And, and that applies. But when it comes to marketing and business, we're not writing those type of headlines. We're writing the title of a blog post or the subject line of an email or the episode title of a podcast or the, the title of a video, the tagline that we have in an ad. Um, or, I mean, again, it, book title mm-hmm. is, is another kind of comparable one, even if we're not actually writing books. But those are the, the type of things that we need to think about when it comes to headlines. Those are the basically the short, pithy things that should hopefully summarize everything that you're getting ready to get into to give people the right context for what they should expect, but also intrigue people, also pull people in and, and give them a reason to keep going, a reason to to read or to listen or to watch. Yeah, and that's a good point. When you think headlines, digital marketing, you think, okay, what is the headline on my homepage? That's the headline. Sure. It is a headline, but every blog post has a very important headline in every page. And yeah, it's a good point that it's not just the main headline on your site, which is certainly important, but every piece of content has its own that should be thought through. So what does thinking through that look like? What should I be doing to make sure I write a quality headline? Yeah, so I mean, as we kind of alluded to before is not just writing these things by default. We do spend a lot of time thinking about the content of the video, the content of the blog post, but, and then the headline often comes later. We just kind of, okay, well, cool. We'll slap this on here and we'll package it up and go, but that packaging really matters. So fight that urge to write a headline by default um, and just kind of write the first thing that comes to your mind. Like actually come up with several different options, right? 
five to six different versions of a headline and you know maybe workshop it a little bit. This is a skill just like anything else that you're gonna get better at over time, but you know, give yourself a few different options and you know, maybe you thought of you know, a different word in this one and you can kind of combine different elements of, of various headlines that you came up with in those options to give yourself and be able to kind of pull together a stronger headline as a result of that. There's also another really nice tool that I like to use called Headline Analyzer that's I think created by um, CoSchedule, which is a, okay, a software yeah. out there, but it's a free tool. Um, there are premium versions of it that you can do to get more insights, but I mean, really it's as simple as it sounds. You put in your headline and it gives it a score and says, hey, the length is good, but maybe cut down on the complexity a little bit. And, and it gives you some very helpful suggestions, especially if you have five to six options of headlines that you can drop in there and say, oh, well, this one got the highest score. And gotcha. but it, it really liked this part of this other headline. So maybe I'll drop that part in. And it just is a actually very helpful free tool to really give you some insights on what type of headlines uh, work well for people. Uh, and I think, as I mentioned a second ago, this very much is a skill. The more that you do this and the more that you're able to use a tool like that and see what type of things to use, the better you'll get at it. Um, I've also just, you know, you see, you see it's kind of the same templates and types of headlines usually over time. Like if you yep. read blog posts, if you listen to podcast episodes, you'll notice those kind of patterns begin to repeat. Oftentimes, if you're asking a question as a blog headline, you know, that's a way to intrigue people because if yep. they have that same question... Right. Well, they're like, okay, well, cool. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. good. You're going to give me the answer. So they're going to click on that. So oftentimes getting like the FAQ, the frequently asked questions from your audience and saying, hey, that, I mean, that is a great place, obviously, to create content. But those are often the first places to start when writing your headline is coming up with a couple different variations of those questions. Um, I mean, sometimes putting the topic front and center and saying website development, the six things you need to know is a good way to do it. And then sure. also, I think another way to put it is those numbers, like the the 12 things that every digital marketer should know in 2023. Yep. Like number 11 will shock you. It, yeah, that's, <laughs> that gets a little clickbait. Yes, it does. Yeah, there, there are certain maybe techniques that you want to avoid and, and not do that way, like manipulating people. Right. But genuinely making a promise that you can keep. And again, lists are just gold for, for this kind of stuff because people want to see, oh, well, okay, well, four things. Yeah, I can, I can come up with four things or I can ingest four things, right? right. That, that doesn't feel overwhelming. If you've got a list of 30 things, that may feel a little too much for somebody to get into, but just knowing what to expect from your article or your episode. Yeah. And like you said, manipulation is not a good way to go because even if it works, people you want people to take the next step with you. After they read the content, you want to subscribe to your newsletter or follow your podcast or whatever. And if you've tricked them to get there, you're going to get another view on your article, but that's it. They're not going sure. to trust you to take the next step. And so same with SEO. If you load your post with keywords, it might rank well in Google, but when a human reads it, they're going to say, what is this garbage and leaves? So it's always writing for the human first. And yeah, manipulation is a, a bad way to start a relationship. For right. Sure. And it's becoming a lot harder to manipulate people because we all see clickbait headlines all the time. And some of us fall for it. Some of us click on it. But then you're right. Like mm -hmm. we get burned by it. So we're like, okay, well, I'm not going to. I wasn't shocked by number 11. In fact, I had to go down this rabbit hole just to find right. the article. So I'm not doing that again. So yeah, like tricking people is thankfully harder and harder and you really shouldn't try to do that. Um, another thing, I mean, 
other than avoiding clickbait headlines, like looking at good examples of headlines. What are the kind of articles mm -hmm. that intrigue you? What are the kind of headlines that, that caught your attention and made you click? Like maybe grabbing those and either, you know, taking a screenshot of them and dropping them in a folder or copying and pasting them and dropping them in a folder. And again, that will give you a sense of if you've got 50 great headline articles that you, you know, have seen out by other people using, then that gives you maybe some inspiration or ideas for what type of headlines, what what type of templates or, or uh, angles that you could go uh, to write your next headline. Yeah, and I sort of notice the bad ones as well and just try sure. to stay away from them. There's a local company in town that puts out great videos on YouTube, but they call them all weekly wrap-up number 12, weekly wrap-up number 13, and I don't know what's in there, so I don't usually go to them very often. They're usually good stuff, but I don't know what's there. If instead it was, hey, this week the Fed's going to raise interest rates, you know, 0.25%, what is that going to mean for you? Like, that may be what they talked about, but I don't know if the title's weekly wrap-up. So, again, the headline, look for the bad examples to be careful to avoid those as well. Yeah. And again, kind of get your brain training from both sides. Absolutely. No, that's a great point. And, and for that example, I think brings up kind of the final point that we can make about this is that confusion kills uh, anything that you want to, like, it's, it's going to make people avoid you at all possible. So yep. clarity is really the most important thing you can do. It's much better to be very clear, um, even more than brief. I mean, you want to be able to be brief in your headline and make sure that it fits, but making sure to provide the right context and the right keywords and all the things that are going to actually help people understand what to expect. So, so clarity, I think, is the most important thing that you're shooting for with any headline. For sure. And I see almost the opposite, where the weekly wrap-up, I think, is just lazy. But sure. there's people that go too far and get super cute and creative and you don't know what's going on. Um, in Blake Howard's book, Radically Relevant, we both read, he had one line that I love. He said, it's a mistake to sacrifice clarity on the altar of distinction. So people will try so hard to be distinct that they lose the clarity and you lose. So better just to be a little more boring and simple and clear than try to be super creative and people have no idea what you're talking about because they'll just go to the next article. Sure. So. Yeah, very true. Well said. So if you have been, thank you for listening to this episode of the Brighter Web Podcast, brought to you by Green Mountain, a digital marketing agency. To help your business keep up with the latest digital marketing trends, check us out at greenmelon.com. You can also find show notes and more episodes at A Brighter Web.